0: In my recent coaching, I noticed many of us could be dealing with the feeling of being overwhelmed with the changes happening around us. It can be personal or work situations such as organisations restructuring, increase in our workload, or just working from home managing multiple priorities. I thought of having this episode on how to handle the feeling of being overwhelmed. One of my most stressful periods at work was a time when I was working in a consultancy firm. I had to answer to clients' issues, execute new projects and responsible for the overall profit and loss. I had a boss who had high expectations on the staff. Often, the boss would give direct, blunt feedback on my work. During my stay, I received frequent phone messages and emails from my boss that I was not performing. I was overwhelmed with the demands from the work and the feedback on all the unmet expectations. In fact, I cried to sleep on many nights. And the more I feel I'm not performing, the more I feel I need to prove myself to meet the expectations. I was at the verge of a breakdown, and I blamed my demanding boss for my stress. Was it really my boss and my work that overwhelmed me? Or could it be me who overwhelmed other people because my performance wasn't meeting up to the expectations? A wise meditation teacher once said this to his disciple, who complained about the noise outside the meditation hall that disrupted his peace. The teacher responded, The noise is just doing what it is supposed to do. Now similarly, my boss, my clients were doing what they meant to do. It was my stress-induced thoughts that overwhelmed me. The constant voices in me, I need to perform, I want to look good, pushed me to work non-stop. This achievement and looking good trapped hooked me into believing that I'm only as good as the outcome of my work. Stress is how our body and mind respond to external events. If we are feeling too overwhelmed, it is a sign for us to look after our body or our mind, or both. Looking after our mind means to be aware of our habitual thinking and response towards situations that aren't meeting our expectations. The equation expectations minus outcome equals disappointment in my ability was a habitual thinking pattern that I got trapped in. My response towards any unmet expectations was a sense of doubt on my worth, which made me feel overwhelmed and stressed. Now, can you relate to these expectations? Like you put in efforts in your work, and you expect your boss to recognise your efforts, but that didn't happen. Or you put lots of hard work to launch a new product, but the response wasn't great. Or you are so happy that you found a new job and you expect more growth opportunities, but you were challenge with more office politics instead. Anytime we feel disappointed at any outcome, it is because we expect one thing and got another. So instead of setting expectations, I've shifted to setting intentions. Intentions rely upon choices I make for myself, whereas expectations usually demand actions from other people or external circumstances. Using my early examples, I could set an intention like, I do my work with the intention to benefit others, rather than focusing on the credit it will bring me. Well, I will still approach my boss about my growth opportunities, when appropriate. Or I set an intention to grow in my new job and explore how to encourage a more conducive working culture in my team. In setting intentions, I start with the question, what really matters here? I may have unrealistic expectations or my expectation could have come from a place of fear, anxiety or jealousy. For example, I need to be as good as my peers. Asking myself what really matters helped me to focus on my higher intentions rather than listening to my internal voices. Well, at work, that could mean to have the courage to have honest conversations with our boss or colleagues on what really matters to them, to understand people's intention and to recalibrate priorities. Expectations come more from an ego state of mind with attachment to certain outcomes. While I feel expectations are less forgiving and can overwhelm us, intentions However, fewer our creative energy for our thoughts and actions. To achieve what we want, we need to invest in efforts and energy. Asking myself what I'm prepared to trade off can empower me to draw my boundaries and to own up to my own non-negotiables. I worked with a leader who realised that she valued her night time with her son. Hence, she explored with her boss on getting permission not to attend some of the night conference calls. Her boss highlighted the impact from her reduced visibility with the management team. And she's willing to accept that. There was a trade-off and she felt at peace in making a choice to honour what really matters to her. Well, sometimes making peace with our trade-off may not be easy because we have a tendency to compare what we have now versus what we could have lost with the trade-off. There could be this lingering fear of missing out something. well, it could feel like giving up a promotion or stable income or an ideal lifestyle. Now this brings me to the next variable in the equation, which is outcomes. There is a perceived happiness level that we attach to outcomes. But one interesting research shows that while workers return to their office feeling happier and healthier after the vacation, the effects fade within two weeks. The fear of missing out may cause us to give in to short-term gains for longer-term fulfilment. The outcome is not what we can fully control. Just like a gardener cannot have full control on the quality of the fruits from the seeds, conditions like the weather, the quality of the seeds, the pests are beyond his locus of control. But even so, a gardener can blame himself for a poor harvest, just like how I felt bad for not performing. Can we accept that we do not have to be at our peak performance all the time? Or perhaps... We have to be honest with ourselves that we have yet to develop the capability and capacity to achieve the expectations. Now one antidote for feeling non-achieving is to approach any outcomes with a sense of non-resistance and appreciation for ourselves, for trying We can take on different work identities such as a learner, an explorer, a mentee and not always a high performer or an achiever, especially when the outcomes were less ideal. Avoid the trap in using outcomes to define ourselves. We are more than the job or roles we are in. So I changed my relationship with expectations and outcomes to more of an intentional living. I set an intention to live my life going beyond meeting expectations and achieve outcomes. I feel that is how I can develop more ease and be more resilient. And for you, listener, if you find yourself overwhelmed with work or life, consider the steps. First, Identify what exactly you are overwhelmed with now. What are the intentions behind your expectations? Ask yourself what really matters. What are your priorities? You may need to have honest recalibration conversations with yourself or with other people. Next, identify what is in and out of your locus of control. What trade-offs are you willing to make peace with to achieve the expectations? What are your non-negotiables? Lastly, Explore your relationships with expectations and outcomes. If having these expectations cause stress and narrow your creative energy, perhaps a slight shift in attitude and using words light, my intention is to complete my work with ease, could change how you feel.